Welcome back for another episode of the Big Boys Podcast. You know, here at Big Boys, we're not afraid to get in touch with our sensitive side. Matter of fact, we love a good romantic comedy, which is why we're bringing you an AI movie trailer for a romantic comedy. All you hopeless romantics out there, prepare to cry and laugh this week on Big Boys. Prepare to be mesmerized and or mortified. Well, what's happening there? Old Sorrel's here had him something up. You son of a... Ah, yeah, clever. Kind of soft and only like in one ear. I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Look at those boys, ain't they? With Brian Hickey and John the Great. And, whew, centering the chi, centering the chi. All right, welcome to another beautiful episode of the Big Boys Podcast. I believe we are on episode six now, are we not? Uh, that sounds correct. Yeah, we took a little a little week break there. Uh, John had to go visit some family, and uh, you know what? Um, it wasn't really. Uh, I mean, you visiting the family was planned, but the break wasn't planned. We should have uh, figured that out beforehand. But you know what? To be honest, kind of glad it happened. Needed uh, needed that time off. You know, yeah. needed to be able to center the chi, John. You know, chi so is when, best at when it's centered when it's at a point of zero comma zero. Exactly. Yeah. I find when the the chi is um off the zero comma zero, is that what what yeah. you said there? Yeah, like when it was on an X and Y axis, it would be right at center, which is Yeah. Weird. And you know, it was um it was not on the X and the Y nor the Z axis. If we're gonna get really that technical Yeah, if we add a Z axis, give it depth, then it's uh zero comma zero comma zero. Yeah. At any rate, the chi was off, um, but uh, we're back on now, and the chi is is in it's centered in all the axis. We're uh, we're axe happy, um, and hey, uh, all you dear listeners, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. Uh, please uh, feel free to follow us, uh, like and subscribe at Big Boys Podspot. That's on all the uh, social medias. Um, so just uh, <laughs> go ahead and check those out and uh, give give them a whirl. You know. Uh, John, how was the uh, how was how was the uh, visiting the family? It, it was nice, you know. Uh, you know, some time off relaxing. You know, time off from work is always a plus. It is. You know, it was good to see him. I hadn't seen him in a while. This is is this um, are both your parents from New Mexico or is it just your dad? Just my dad. Okay. Yeah. How did how did your mom and dad meet? If you don't mind. Uh, my mom moved down there. I think she had friends down there and did it was kind of that didn't want to be hanging around her hometown anymore. And yeah, she was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to go find me a, a cowboy. I don't think that was necessarily the goal, but that happened. Yeah. Yeah. She watched her some, uh, some urban cowboy. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go down to get a New Mexico and, and find me a cowboy named Joe. I guess so. It's a pretty good impression of your mom, right? Yeah, it sounds exactly like <laughs> it. I don't. Yeah, 
And uh, yeah, your your dad was not uh, petrified by the sound of her voice. And just hey, is your name Joe Cowboy? And um, and they got together there, huh? Yeah, assuming that's his real name. But yeah, yeah, that yeah. But could the, be uh, a fake name we're using. It could be, but also. I, I want to get to the bottom of this. What are you so afraid of of people like locating you? you realize oh, it's just uh, in general safety precautions. I don't from, want to reveal too much. From whom? When yeah, have, no man. Yeah, but when have you That's ever? That's a general online safety rule. You don't want to give up too much personal info. Sure, but like, there's like nineteen thousand podcasts out here in the world. Okay, and like the really big ones, like you know, a lot of they all kind of let you know where they're broadcasting out of. You know, there's, yeah, uh, but if you're Joe Rogan, you're in a studio with security, and he has his own personal security. Plus, Joe Rogan's way better at martial arts than me, so <laughs> for sure, for yeah. Sure. I like that you took that into account uh, when uh, figuring out your privacy um, for yourself and for your uh, your family, as uh, you assume that one of our forty listeners is all for sure going to be a stalker, obsessed fan. That's all it takes is one obsessed fan. Buddy, if we can achieve one fan, I don't really care if they're obsessed. You know, like, hey, good well, for them. I did. I mean, don't be wrong. I I want healthy obsession. Yeah. But, you know, that 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 line can sometimes be. You know. Yeah, but like, dude, you're. I mean, what do you not even want me to say? Where you're? What city? You're, you already said it, by the way. You already said. Yeah, I'm sure probably, it was mentioned in earlier podcasts. I thought of that, and I was like, oh dang. Yeah, but it's. Needless to say, it's a, it's a fair sized city, okay? Yeah. And honestly, if we did have an obsessed fan, God willing, um, they could probably already put the components together to figure out where you are. You're not a hard guy to find, is what I'm getting at. You're a Dude, you're you're a creature of habit. That's all the more reason you don't want to release extra details. There's a guy going around on TikTok. And and it actually became a challenge. People would send photos just random, hey, where am I? Just on like like in a parking lot somewhere, and he would figure out where they are, like anywhere in America. And it's kind of scary when you think about it that somebody with, if they really want to, put their mind to it, they could do that, and that's kind of worrisome. I guess, and you know what, I'm going to stop feeding into it, but because just thinking about it, actually, mainly because I'm in a larger landmass of a city, and it's sprawling, and there's a lot of things everywhere. Like it's even as forthcoming as I have been about myself my personal life and where i'm at and all that much harder to find me versus you and your suburban town and uh being a regular at um a once again a bar that you've already mentioned on the podcast yeah. that's uh you know you found you already yeah. done already easy to locate you but if i had to disappear i could no <laughs> you couldn't you know yeah. you couldn't you would yeah. be the easiest guy to track. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, we're not going to I mean, I guess if they could get my personal records from work or something. Yeah, but it's also like, oh, if I just trailed this guy from that unnamed bar that we won't mention again, um, unless you were comfortable doing it. Oh, like, the, oh that, that's true. They would have to do that before they revealed themselves to me. You're right. I guess if they if they do that, then. Yeah, but like you live like 900 yards max from where you work. Sure, but I have other places I could go, is what I'm saying. You could, but I, you know what? All right, let's, let's quit going down this road now, because I'm, <laughs> I'm making myself uncomfortable. I don't want people 
I mean, again, God willing, one of the 40. Oh, no, no, I would love some healthy obsession. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to your parents meeting um, in New Mexico. When was this was uh, how long were they together before um, you and I? I honestly don't know how long they were together. Well, I mean, they were married three years before I was born, but. Right. And then Joe's uh, Josiah. Your brother. Yeah, so two years before he was born. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure like how long they dated and all that if you really wanted to get down into the nitty gritty, but Okay. But they met in New Mexico. Correct. Okay. And actually I want to say small world. Uh one of the, the friends I had mentioned that uh she she knew down there that, that was from up where, where she was from. Uh, married like one of my dad's best friends. So, oh yeah, very small yeah. world. Yeah, very small world. Very easy to track you. Just put all the steps together, and um, hey, if if I have to testify in court, you know, I could I'll do so over you know over video call for you if that's what you need, yeah. bud. You know, again, I I don't want it to happen, but if it does, it's like. You know, as you say, um, no such thing as bad publicity, right? That's true, but there's also no not bad publicity, but bad things for my life. See, they're not yeah, yeah. Right. There's there's such thing as yeah. uh yeah, yeah, bad safety. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, but you know how everyone is uh, just out to you know track down old John boy. You know? Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm enticing. So yes, the three things you do a week. Oh, so enticing. I do. I'm a I'm a mysterious individual. So it may not seem that way to you, Brian, because we go way back. But to many others, I'm 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 a bit mysterious. Yes, you're about as mysterious as a robot who does the same three tasks over and over again. Yeah, yeah. You pass butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the uh, so tell me more about uh, what what you guys do on this uh, vacay. Uh, it was pretty cool, you know, uh, uh, towards some of the local sites, apparently nearby, there was a, uh, a hotspot barbecue place. And what was kind of cool was originally, you know, so, and it's one of those where you got to line up ahead of time because the line's already forming. And I'll tell you what, man, this is the gig to have. If you've got something I, as kind of a commodity that you do well, like this place was only open like Thursday through Sunday. From like 11 a.m. until it was gone. That's what it said. 11 a.m. till it's gone. And and I was like, man, dude only works like four days a week. Wait. Yeah, four days a week. You know, like, like not even a full day, really. I was like, man, that's the way to do it. And uh, yeah, so it was barbecue. And, and of course, you know, you kind of go in there. Me and my dad were making jokes about like, oh, come in there and be like, oh, we're Texans. We'll be the judge of what's good barbecue. Come to find out, the guy that owns the place is from Lockhart, Texas, which is down around Austin. It's where which is, so which small. I guess has been declared the barbecue capital of Texas. And so it, and mean, it, it says that on there, like, from Lockhart, barbecue capital. And so we're kind of like, well, there's kind of pulling the Texan card going out the window. I mean, not that I was really going to go in there and do that, but it was funny to joke about. And Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a place... Um, Around here, over um, kind of near Venice, um, it says like uh, best Texas barbecue, which I haven't gone to check out. 
But uh, every time I drive by it, I just want to like pull my car over and just, just get out and scream, liars! Yeah. And be like, the best? Really? Yeah. I'm sure they're from Lockhart, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, uh, but, but yeah, honestly, I've noticed that in several places. It seems like they're like, a lot of places don't work a full day. There was like a burger place we went to that was only open like 11 to 3. That's yeah. like pretty much, I'd say about 80% of the restaurants out here in LA. It makes it more of a commodity, right? It's more of the marketing of it. And then also, you know, your overhead, I guess, is, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, there's a lot of factors that go into just See, that uh, was kind of my thought. Town, is I was know? like, all right, they, this is really just a, a, a burger place. Lunch is probably their like their their biggest time, so they're just open eleven to three. I'm sure. And when we were there, it just looked like one lady in the place. She's probably the owner operator. I'm sure she gets there a little early and's like you know obviously opening up and prepping and getting the grill going and probably making patties and dicing vegetables and whatever. And then she's got some cleanup after she leaves. But I was like, still like, huh? There's another little jewelry place because my mom wanted to get some turquoise that they went to and we're we're looking at stuff. And this place was like, yeah, we open at nine, close at noon for lunch. Don't open back up till one thirty, so it's like an hour and a half lunch, and then they close at four. Wow, wow. Yeah, and so I was like, man, like nowhere around here works a full day. Like, <laughs> you, you hear that, New Mexico? It don't work. Yeah. Hey, but they're getting by, so I say more power to them on that. I don't want to work a full day. Yeah, so I didn't but I mean, have to. Mm-hmm. Was this like a small town though, or? Uh, I mean, it, it's it's. It's not like tiny, tiny. Okay. It, you know, I was maybe, I th- I'm trying to remember what it was saying, like the population was. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the small town that my parents live out here. It's in, not that small. I was going to say, like, that's a tiny town, but also like you kind of expect that with like half the joints that are there. It's just like, it's people that are kind of half-ass retired, you know, just. Okay. It's, no, it's, it's a decently like mid-sized city. I mean, it's nothing compared to like LA, but it's like 31,000 people. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, decent sized little suburb. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting, though, man. You would think, um, you know, half, you know, when I think of people that are only open part time, I think of either, um, you know, people that are in a small time, small town, half ass retired or like, uh, you know, Wiccans and uh, Louisiana. Yeah. And and I mean, I'm exaggerating. It wasn't like literally everywhere, like nowhere was open a full day. But but it just seemed a lot of these places, especially like one offs or like smaller privately owned. They had just whatever their hours were, you know. Now, obviously, if you went to like the McDonald's or or you know they had a Home Depot in town, those have whatever hours they've got. But well, yeah, because that is capitalism. I yeah, those are like finest, major stores. Yeah. yeah, that is capitalism in its truest form. There is if there, there is no closing. Yeah. You know? They're working to gate to extend their hours into where their employees are just living on cots in the back. And then that yeah. home depot is the home of these depot employees. I mean, you say that, but then, you know, you get some companies that stops being 24 hours. I think COVID forced a few of their hands and then they were just kind of like, you know what? Like this really isn't affecting the profit. We're saving money. What name one store? Uh, Walmart. Mm-hmm. I mean, like some of them, right? But not all of them, right? Well, yeah, not all. I'm just saying some stops being 24 hour. Okay. Well, yeah. well, Whataburger stopped for a while. They're back. They're yeah, and I, again. I suspect the Walmarts will probably go back too, because you know, you know, I'm honestly not sure they will. Um, and, no, 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 no. 
the is the motto there not fuck whatever Sam Walton thought? Just oh, like yeah. it. <laughs> it seems like that's the unofficial one. But yeah. uh it, I don't know. I think like I said, COVID probably forced their hand and uh they're probably realizing how much they were getting stolen from overnight. So I guarantee they're saving on that. They can they still gotta have overnight like stalkers and stuff, but they can basically have like minimal amount of people. They don't need any other registers open. They don't need any of the front end stuff going on. Uh, you don't have to worry about having extra people to help. What you know, because there are always a few customers in there, you mm-hmm. know, no matter what time. So you don't need anybody that can do that. Uh, you know, or anybody that needs to get keys to help customers, anything like that. So sure, yeah. So no. I don't know. I obviously, I I mean, I don't. I'm just speculating here, but right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just, um, you know, as a guy who wants to be very private about his his workspace, you, you know a lot about Walmart. I just, I'm observing. You're an observing guy, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, so we got ourselves a uh, a segment here, another Chat GBT trailer. Did you uh, were you able to pull up that? Um... Yeah, I got it here. Okay, cool. So this one I haven't read at all. Um, I just uh, farted it out and and sent it to you. Um, and I don't even know if it has a title. But the caveat of this trailer versus our other ones is I specifically asked ChatGPT to make it a radio movie trailer. So we'll see if it uh, if there's any um, newfangled changes. And um, so this is the one for uh, – I, I honestly don't even remember – well, I guess it was when we were talking about the doctor stuff or whatever, which, you know, that's, that's your go-to topic. Um, but uh, the movie trailer for, interesting. Yeah, for the oh, for the proctologist, um, two homosexual proctologists oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that find each other, but they're, not into, funny. but they're not into butt stuff. And that's essentially what I um, – I'll just read you what I, I put into chat, JBT. Please write me a radio movie trailer comedy sketch for a romantic comedy about two homosexual male proctologists who fall in love. But are not into butt stuff. <laughs> see, I'm already laughing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, and you know what? I got a feeling we're going to be both the characters. So I'm just scrolling through it, and I'll be uh, I'll I will be Doctor Alex Thompson, and you can okay. be Doctor Ryan Miller. Okay. All right. All right. Now, are you going to also be the narrator? Yeah, just because my ego says I need to be. Okay. Yeah. But hey, when we get to the characters, you know, let's let's really go method. Let's really fall in love, you know? But no butt right. stuff. Yeah, no yeah, butt. no, no, no. Yeah, but, our love uh, has boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that ends up being the name of this. That's the catch line? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <All right. laughs> if not, that's, yeah, that's certainly the t- the log line that goes on IMDb. Our yeah. love has boundaries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Sound effects. Upbeat music playing. Narrator. In a world where love knows no bounds. We're already on the on the right path here. And laughter is the best medicine comes a hilarious romantic comedy that will leave you in stitches. And then it says sound effects laughter. So <laughs> yeah, I guess it took this as a sitcom then. Um, but here we are. I digress. Meet Dr. Alex Thompson, played by, insert an actor name. Could have just been me, chat, but that's fine. A charismatic and decontated proctologist who has a knack for making patients smile, even in the most uncomfortable situations. 
And then this is me, Dr. Alex Thompson. Don't worry, folks. I'm here to check your rear. But I promise, no funny business. And then sound effects. <laughs> Narrator. <clears throat> and introducing Dr. Ryan Miller, portrayed by, insert actor name, we'll call him John the Great. A witty and charming proctologist whose bedside manner is as impeccable as his taste in designer scrubs. We may be experts in the rear end, but our hearts are where the real action is. Lighthearted music plays. They've got the perfect prescription for life until fate takes an unexpected turn. Dramatic music plays. Brian, I never thought I'd say this, but I think I'm in love with you. Alex, I've been checking your charts, and it seems I'm head over heels for you, too. Sound effects. Oh, get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions as these two proctologists navigate the rocky road of romance. How could you even describe a sound effect of a comedic mishap? Comedic mishap. Yeah. And then, so, uh, are you guys uh, well into, you know? <laughs> oh, no. We're not really into that. We prefer exploring the heart, not the rear. Sound effects laughter. From the hilarious misadventures in the operating room to heartwarming moments at their favorite coffee shop. This is a love story that proves there's more to a relationship than what meets the eye. Sound effects, uplifting music. Alex, together we can face any challenge, even if it involves a colonoscopy marathon. <laughs> Ryan, you're the only but. <laughs> oh. Ryan, Ryan, you're the only but I want to spend my life with. Sound effects, cheers. <laughs> uh, I think Chad GBT had an aneurysm on this one. Uh, <laughs> get ready to laugh, cry, and root for love in its most unexpected form. Don't miss heartfelt endings. A love story deeper than you would expect. Sound effects, upbeat music. Coming soon to a theater near you. Get your tickets now, because this romantic comedy will have you falling in love all over again. Sound effects, closing jingle, end of the radio movie trailer sketch. Okay. Um, sounds so, weird. Yeah, it was yeah. very weird. So question, that could be the log line, like you said, or that could be the name of the, because the, it didn't give it a title. It could be the name Love With Boundaries. No, no, yeah, well, Love With Boundaries is good, too, but it says, um, it did give it a title. Oh, uh, uh, was it? Uh, heartfelt Endings, uh, and, and then colon, <laughs> no pun intended, a love oh, story. okay, I see, that was the oh, name, yeah. I see. Yeah, but um, what I found that was weird here, though, is that it read to me like a like a sitcom, which I didn't even really think when I typed it in, like, oh, yeah, it could definitely be interpreted as like a half-hour sitcom. yeah. But at the end there, it says coming to a theater near you. I was like, hey, Chet, you got to you got to uh, delineate not the difference. Yeah. You know. No, 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 no. Yeah. But he did a fine job for just, you know, just throwing this out here. Yeah. In a few minutes. But um, <laughs> like it was there was one like that one that like 
it tried to make a butt joke out of nothing. Yeah, exactly. Or, let me go back to it. You're the Ryan, only. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, you're the only butt. But what what does that mean? Yeah, it was like there's no play. There's no reference to yeah. anything. There's yeah, no play yeah, yeah. on words. Yeah. yeah, it's like John, you're the only ass. For me. <laughs> it's like that's, uh, and you okay. can be like. That's that's fine, Brian. You don't have to say that in quotation marks. But you're you're you're, you're just saying it as it is. Yeah. <laughs> saying my butt is physically the only thing for you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. You don't have to stop your mid sentence and be like, "Hey, your butt." Maybe it meant like a cigarette butt. We, although that makes a lot less sense because, like, yeah, again, yeah. where the fuck is that coming from? Like, Andy, I'm not, I'm not one to really dog on chat too much. Like he, he, she, whatever you want to um, give this. AI entity. Um, I just call it a, a he because I'm, uh, you know, a, a dumbass bro who just thinks everything in male forms. But um, I don't usually dog on it too much because, you know, it just throws us out here that quickly. But like it did, I think it did break its brain a little bit on this one, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how it learns. You know, now, now Chat GPT is somewhere sitting there thinking about what if there were two gay proctologists that, but they weren't into butt stuff. Huh. Hmm. Do you think he like thinks about it as like a writer digesting this of like, Oh man, that one really flopped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what was I thinking? Like, yeah. uh, that butt pun. It was nothing. It was yeah, nothing. He's like, yeah, sit there. Come on, GPT. You're better than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like critiquing himself. Yeah. That's some shit that Bing would write. Yeah. Come on. That's like something a human would write. Yeah, you're better than that, chat. We're 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 happy with this, but also you're a little better than that. You know? Yeah, yeah, but and not the best one that. But but for something you literally just typed in with little, you know, yeah, little direction, you know. Yeah, well, I feel like, and it's nothing against it, but I also like when I was saying the restraints a bit earlier. You know, when I was dogging on you for um, never helping promote um, any of the uh, yeah. podcasts with social medias and saying, you know. I wanted to, you know, really come down on you like a roast master, but it, you know, it had its guidelines. I feel like it was, you know, trying to, which again, like this is not an un-PC movie, you know what I mean? Or an un-PC idea, but like, I think it's just kind of like, it's got to toe the lines of, uh, you know, I don't know. I feel like obviously maybe if I wrote in like, hey, you know, I have, uh, you know, I have four gay ants to chat GBT and they'd all like, they all laugh at themselves like you could you can make a you know a, a poop humor butt joke about uh gay sex i don't think anyone's going to get offended but uh and I don't, like i think it was trying to maybe steer away from that but then also like yes but also a butt joke and that butt joke was literally just saying the word but i didn't realize you had so many ants buddy i have um yes i do I, well i mean I, I say four ants when it, you know, including their the two ants and their partners. Ah, uh, I see. I didn't count the couples. I see. Right, but I do have four ants on my my dad's side. Um, they're not all. They're you know they're all sisters. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, I know some of them aren't gay. So I was like, goodness, how many ants does he have? Like, but you know, I I have more than that too. I mean, I have uh, ants on my mom's side. They're yeah. not uh, gay. You know, I digress. Everyone's fine with it. Um, you know, big happy family I come from. Well, I, I was just more so thinking about the number. I was, saying, I was like, I didn't realize there were so many, but I didn't. I didn't take the couples into account. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're uh, you're a closed-minded bastard. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and they're all gonna say that next time they see. You. Yeah, it just is this the closed-minded bastard you're doing the podcast with? <laughs> yeah. 
Precisely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Brian, <laughs> you're delightful on there. I don't know what his problem is. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad you got to do it with that piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, Show man. up and up oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was our chat GBT trailer. Um, I want us to have other other topics though that go on uh with our podcast, John, as I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I kind of want this to be the best the best podcast that was ever created. You know, I don't want us to just be a you know. There was a time where we were just like, oh, this is a hobby. You know, we're just another podcast turkey out there. But now it's just like, like anything I do creatively, it's just I can't just you know put it out there. I want it to be as as good as possible, the best that it can be. You know, like if per se we were in the navy, is that the saying be all you can be in the navy? Uh, that's I think the army. Okay, well, the village people probably got it wrong too, but um, I was thinking maybe McHale's Navy though. That's kind of cool, right? So, yeah. like, like McHale's Navy, I want us to be the best that we can be, and uh, so I have like different, um, you know, topics that maybe we could talk about um, or try to, to attempt to talk about. Because I'll be honest, once we go down the road, like I'll probably be like, nah. No, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. But we'll just bring it up and see what where it goes. And if it hits an immediate dead end, we'll just go to the next one. Sound good? Sure. All right. So you know, we talked uh, about um, you uh, going on to visit your your fam jam. Um, yeah, it was good times. You know, the one thing that we don't really talk much about here is is uh, is two bros hanging out. We don't really gossip about uh, you know chicks and you know and uh, you know what we do with them i was gonna uh, say there's a reason for that brian because <laughs> there, there's not a lot to talk about there <laughs> so i wanted to bring a new topic in here um it's called uh say hey man what's new with you what's new with your junk what's new with my junk hmm. yeah uh not a whole lot to be honest i don't yeah same junk same junk not doing anything new with it? Not, uh, no, 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 no. Um, no crazy designs and uh, the downstairs haircut? No, 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 none of that. Not like, you know, shaving in a lightning bolt or any of that. Yeah. Or or carving in your football number like you used to do when you were in <laughs> peewee football and you yeah. get in the back of your head. Like, yeah. Well, you got to match hairstyles, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, peewee football? I don't know. <laughs> There was no hair to. Uh... No, I was saying you would get it carved in the back of your head. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was no carve. There was no hair to carve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peewee football. Um, anyone? <laughs> any? Uh, anyone else asking you about your junk? Just you. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's fair. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good talk. Uh, you could ask me about my junk. You know what I could. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs> yeah, because I was you were just gonna walk right up and just say, "Hey, why don't you mind your own fucking business?" <laughs> yeah, <But> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on to uh, our next topic. Then uh, is that one? That one didn't really. Uh, unless you have more, do you want to add to about no, your? No, uh, I'm actually been thinking just since our joke is thinking about Mikhail's Navy. You mm-hmm. know, I remember the the movie from the '90s with Tom Arnold. I never really watched the show with Ernest Borgnine that it was based on. Man, how much did Ernest Borgnine hate that fucking movie? But was he in it? 
Yeah, he was. In it. Like, yeah, he was winning. Yeah. yeah, but like, I got a feel for like you know these uh, these veteran actors who've been around for a while, like are known for like a certain show, and then just like one movie just comes and wrecks, you know, the whole thing. Oh yeah, and it's just a, a sticker. Yeah, because I knew. I, a small part of me knew that it was a show before the movie, but like when you say Mikhail's Navy, also I think it's Tom Arnold. Goodness, I didn't realize it flopped so hard. Budget of forty-two million, box office four and a half million. Buddy, you should have known it flopped when you said a boy Tom Arnold was the star of it. <laughs> well, well, flopped is one thing, but that's that's yeah. bad. Like, yeah. yeah, especially it was like it was early mid nineties, right? So forty-two mil was no small chunk of change. Even for Hollywood standards at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I would feel like that's another thing. Hollywood budgets. I would say it, it it's not really until I like the last like give or take 15, 16 years where budgets have just gotten so crazy. Like, yeah. like, 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 like Terminator 2 was the first movie with over a hundred million dollar budget. I granted that's a long time ago now, but Still, 1991, and it's the first movie to break $100 million? Yeah, which I know we, we always keep on divulging into, uh, um, you know, movie talk and all that stuff, which, you know, I, I really do uh, enjoy talking about that stuff, too. And eventually I want us to divulge into some other topic here. But, like, when we're talking about stuff like that, like, a big chunk of, like, the what gets a huge budget now is whether or not, um, you know, not necessarily even how it's going to perform domestically, but worldwide. So, like, in the time of when Mikhail's Navy was coming out, was that even as much as its consideration? Worldwide was not near as big. I mean, Hollywood, America is easily the biggest film market. And and China is a, a close second now, but that's pretty recent. Like, Yeah, I was going to say. That's, that's got to be within about the last, like, 12 years. That I was going to say, 10, I think it might years. even surpass us a bit. You know? Maybe, but that's that's really only been about the last 10, 12 years that like China and some of them have been such a massive market. Because and that's another thing to think about when you compare like, oh, uh, Avatar, the original one versus like uh, Avengers Endgame. It's like Avatar showed on like way less screens, which is pretty impressive to think about. What do you mean by still- that? Like when it premiered? Like, yeah, when say, it premiered. The new Avatar- yeah, there was not. It was not on as many screens. And China in 2009 was not near as big of a market as they were in 2019 when Endgame came out. So you're saying the Endgame premiered worldwide? It didn't just premiere in. Well, in I the think US both of them were worldwide. I think uh, basically what I'm saying is Avatar well, made more money per screen. Let me put it this way: What I'm trying to say is like, I know that like you know, especially even in the time of Michaela's Navy, like I knew that uh, stuff on DVD. Or video, uh, you know, like VHS, what have you. Then all circulated worldwide, you know, afterwards. But like, I don't necessarily know that, um, like the uh, the films themselves at that time were premiering in other as many other countries and many other demographics. Yeah, you know. maybe really big ones did. Uh, maybe it's like since the video on demand has occurred now, where it's just like literally all you need is the internet to uh, you know obtain this feature when the worldwide markets really started to you know have more of a vested interest in getting movies made yeah that's what i'm trying to see see wide release i don't know when it it started getting really possible there's quite a bit of reading here that i'm not going to do right now but but yeah i 
even if they were getting a wide release back then, I don't think they were banking so much on making money worldwide. Yeah. I mean, you look at anything our boy Vin does now, like everything he produces now, it's got like, uh, you know, he hits all the demographics for the world. Or like particularly, I guess, well, he doesn't, he definitely doesn't in the fast movies, but like, I would say the best example <clears throat> was when he uh, came out with his, his new triple um, X movie. Oh yeah. It's Sandra Cage. Like it was just like, I mean, it's a dog on our boy Vinny. Obviously, he wasn't that well. Um, you know, the veil was. Uh, it's it's a, quite a, quite a turn of Xander Cage. Yeah, but like he had like a different person from every different part of the world having like a little small part, a little cameo, you know, in the movie. Uh, that really just like it, it just very thinly veiled story, to where it's just like, hey, this guy, you know, um, plays soccer in this country. These people, yeah, and, put him yeah. in there for two minutes. This guy does BMX, whatever, in this part of the world. Put him in for two minutes, you know? Yeah. And then Tony Ja. Um, what else? Tony, yeah, uh, although I like Tony Ja. No, I do too. Don't get me wrong. Arts. Yeah. But, but I mean, uh, that was he was in the, one of the fast movies, yeah. But I think he also is, um, I mean, he's he's actually still a pretty good demographic for over here in America. But like, also, I think like he's got a huge base. And it's it, um, I'm going to say something incredibly ignorant here, I'm guessing. Is it is it China? Is his well? Is he, he from, might in multiple parts of Asia, but he's from yeah. Thailand. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. Does he consider Taiwan a country? I have no idea. Has he has he said anything about that? If so, I haven't heard it. Yeah, he was in Furious Seven. So you would think. I mean, as much as uh, old John Cena. You know, breaking news by uh, you know apologizing his big buff ass apologizing to China for calling Taiwan a country. You know, you would think people would be asking Tony Jaa his thoughts if he's true. Taiwan but e. what's his name is a much bigger star like mainstream. Like like Tony Jaa will get character roles as this, especially if it's an action or fighting oriented film. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you could ask the average person who Tony Jaa is, the average person knows who John Cena is. But, no, isn't Tony Jaa Ip Man? No, no, you're thinking of Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, okay, where's Donnie Yen from? Uh, he's from China, so we probably know his opinion. Okay, okay, so yeah. yeah. Without so, looking them up, yeah. Well, they've worked together on that, on the um, Xander Cage film. Was well, Tony Jaa in that? Oh yeah, yeah, they both were. Oh yeah, you're right. Triple X, the the Return of the End. That was 2017. That was it. Was that recent? I don't know why I was thinking that was like 2012 or something. No, actually, honestly, you kind of saddened me a little bit there because I thought it was uh, more recent than that. Time is fleeting and we are dying. John. Yeah, I mean, I guess 2017 is still six years ago, but still, I was thinking it was like 10 years ago. We're getting so old, man. Um, here's one I might have to check out. Also, we are it's dust in the wind. Yeah, yeah. Dust in the wind. I'm going to be 35 next month. Go on. Only here for a moment and then it's gone. Mm -hmm. But uh, in as recent as 2020, Tony Jean was in a movie with uh, Nicolas Cage called Jiu Jitsu. That might be kind of cool. Seems a bit on the nose for the title, but uh, yeah. I, you know, you certainly don't have to ask what it's about. Um, actually, it's different than what you would guess. 
I'm going to guess that it's about the creation of the martial arts of jiu-jitsu. No, but that's a very good guess. It says, every six years, an ancient order of jiu-jitsu fighters join forces to battle a vicious race of alien invaders. But when a celebrated war hero goes down in defeat, the fate of the planet and mankind hangs in the balance. I would say that sounds completely bonkers, but you know, you got. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a Chad GPT movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You already said Nick Cage is in it. So I was like, okay, well, that's yeah. somehow that's still on, you know, it's still on point. So. Dude, but I'll watch it just because it's got both of them in it, you know? Fuck yeah, man. You know, you know me. I like my bonkers films. Tony Jaws, an amazing martial artist, too. Just amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, like extremely athletic, you know? Have you, have you seen that new. I say new again. We just established that it's six years old, um, but the uh, the other Xander Cage film where that I've he's actually in. never seen a uh, any of the Triple X movies. Well, they're all I got a, a nice little taste of bonkers in it, but this last one is like, oh, it is uh, the circus just let loose, just way over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, it's just like cameo after cameo of like you know different uh, you know celebrities of the world just coming in like, Hey, we hit this demographic, you know, and now Portugal is going to want to buy this movie area. Yeah. Which is smart of him. It's just, you know, Oh yeah. Tony Jaw's going to be in the expendables four son. Definitely going and seeing that. Is, uh, Stallone going to be in this? I he is. Seen the yeah. Tra- okay. And, uh, I don't think Jet Li is in it though. So I guess they needed another martial arts Asian. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. As much as Jet Li keeps on saying he's going to retire. And he dipped out pretty quickly in the third one, right? Yeah, and then like showed up at the end. If I remember that correctly, we um, we watched that in the theaters, me, you, and uh, Chris Taylor. And like I literally dipped out to go to the restroom for like five minutes or whatever, you know, to yeah. go piss out two giant Coca-Colas. I think we yeah. saw two together in the theater. Yeah, well, anyways, whichever one we saw, I was like, I came yeah. back and it was like, oh, hey. There's Jet Li, and he's saying goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember that. I'm trying to think if he was in the third one now, though, at all. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I would like the explanation of why uh, Mickey Rourke, which I probably know why, but, you know, because Mickey Rourke has always been, uh, you know, hard to work with. As, yeah, uh, Jet Li was established. In- yeah. But he was my favorite part of the first one, you know? Yeah, just the little part he had, like man, he killed it. And and I yeah. was kind of hoping in some of the sequels they would expand his his role, maybe his backstory, something with him more. Like yeah, and then he was probably like, yeah, but can I have can I hold my tiny little Yorkie the whole time? Yeah, and they were like, no, no, you cannot. And he's like, well, then I'm not going to be in it. And then he wasn't. Yeah. Um. All right. So moving on to another topic here, because you know what, I just want to I want us to get through the the rundown here. We'll get a taste of how we're going to try to, you know, do multiple topics throughout this podcast here. Um, oh, so first, let me uh, let me tell you a little bit about my week. Um, Eco UI is in there, too. I have no idea who the fuck that is. Okay, go ahead. Um, so let me uh, establish this uh, with uh, just to muddy the waters a bit um, to make sure that there's no legal ramifications that come from us Talking viewers, listeners, everything we're talking about is just alleged. Um, you know, it's uh, doesn't nec- like it's uh, it's this is this podcasting thing we're doing here is an art form. It doesn't necessarily 100 percent pertain to our lives and every you know what we're doing. You know, so this uh, stuff I'm going to be talk I, I've talked about already, 
and the stuff I'm going to continue to talk about, I'm just going to reiterate, like, you know, it can't be uh, legally held against me. So somebody ran into my work vehicle um, this oh, weekend, okay. like physically sprinted. Into oh, a, so like their person. Yes, a human being sprinted into my the side of my vehicle. Not like drove their car into it. They no, crashed no, no. their body into it. I'm talking about Wiley e. Coyote in a Looney Tune movie. <laughs> ran into my the side of my panel van like it was a fucking yeah like a painted wall with a hole in it and did like a flying squirrel into it wow what were they doing were they just not paying attention when they were running like uh... i would say he was paying very much attention because there was like no excuse for any of it like it was you know he certainly like it was a green i had a green light the guy i made like eye contact with him i saw him sprinting at it and i was like what is he like i don't get what he's doing um, but surely he's going to stop before he, you know, it's a side. He jumped into the side of it. And um, I don't know. I, from the context I got from it. And by the way, this uh, <clears throat> allegedly crazy shit like this happens like about every. I know in the earlier episodes of our podcast, I was telling you more often about all the nut shit that happens uh, when I work on the weekends overnight. Yeah. Driving around L.A. And I really, you know, die rest too much into that mainly because it happens just about every other week and it's just like i get i've already you know i've been desensitized to it for the most part yeah. you know like uh you know it's just um my from what i can summarize because there was some it was a drunk kid and this uh other girl was like running after him or whatever so i don't know if she delivered him some bad news like she wanted to dump his crazy ass and he was like, oh, well, I'll go kill myself. But honestly, he's just like, uh, fuck you, kid. Do it right. Like, yeah. first of all, you're not going to kill yourself from jumping and hitting the side of a van. Jump in front of it. Yeah. You know? Really make me slam those brakes. Not wondering what the fuck you're doing. And then wondering if I'm, you know, on candid camera, having somebody, uh, you know, trying to film me doing a hit and run or something. And, and and again, for the record, this is merely a discussion of what would be more effective. We're not recommending anybody do any of these in any way, shape, or form, ever. No, no, no. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, John. Yeah. And so... I get you. Yeah. And so, and continuing this hypothetical here, obviously, I stopped, and I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Are you, you know, are you okay? And he's just like, you know, I could see the little birds, like, swirling around his head. <laughs> Like cartoons, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I was going like 25 miles an hour, but still, it's just like dumbass didn't think that, like, yeah, you hit something that's moving with your body, it's yeah. gonna hurt. <laughs> and it's solid and metal. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's still at the very least like another, you know, a really fast human being also colliding with you, like in a game of football, except this human was a full size panel van. Yeah, that weighs like several tons. Yeah. 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 You were not going to move it, dumbass. Um, and so, you know, he fucking finally kind of, I don't know if he had a concussion or what, what the fuck, but like after he finally, you know, realized like, Oh, all oh, this guy's looking at me asking questions. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Why did you do that? Are you okay? Like, do I need to, you know, call somebody gets up, runs away. And so I'm, you know, sitting there in the middle of the street in this very busy street in the middle of Venice where there's like no, you know, exit, there's no side lane. To, you know, pull over and, and talk to this guy or try to, you know, track this guy down. And you know, he just ran. He sprinted off again. And I'm just like, what, what the hell just happened? You know? Um, 
and fortunately i'm a you know i'm a very sober guy so this also helps and like you know if i was you know under the influence of anything or had been previous before starting work i would have been you know it would have been in my head like shit was i not paying attention but no no i oh. know for sure i was and i watched it like what the fuck is happening and so you know nothing i could do i, I go to the next door and oh, so you know following like five police report or so i just i was in shock obviously yeah hypothetically and so i go to the next door i uh I, I i put the stuff in the store and then um i figure like you know what i just want to make sure that like i'm not getting set up for some random shit here i'm going to drive for, for driving to the next door i'm going to go in the direction that i came from just to make sure like the cops aren't there you know and he's not like saying like oh some guy came out of nowhere and hit me even yeah, though he, it's a hit and yeah, run yeah he literally ran from the sidewalk into moving traffic and um, so I go back, and wouldn't you fucking know it? This guy's like surrounded by like four or five cops. And so I was like, oh, great. And so I just I pull over into like this hotel parking lot real quick. All right, I'm going to get out. And as I get out, I see the guy's walking away from the cops. I'm like, dude, aren't you the guy who ran into my van? And uh, <laughs> it was a, no, no, that wasn't me. But like, he had a very distinct look about him. And also, I'm going to remember somebody who runs into a moving vehicle that I'm driving and then runs yeah. away. I'm going to remember your face, guy. And I was like, nah, it was fucking you. What are you doing? What the fuck? And uh, once again, sprints away. <laughs> sprints. Like, this guy is, this guy's a hell of a runner. Dude, he has to be on something. Like, oh, He was drunk as shit. I could tell he was yeah. drunk. Which, honestly, these drunk-ass fucking dipshits are way worse than any tweaker I've ever come across. Which that's it's half and half. Like I run into like and have weird little incidents with all of them, same yeah. amount. But the ones that do the more damage are the like you know are the oblivious blackout drunks who just do shit and think they're you know invincible and don't consider other people. At least you know tweakers who aren't you know don't even seem like they're consciously there. I know to know to avoid moving vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that, so that's kind of a innate, you would think, like not getting run over. You would think, but you know, he had to let his girlfriend know that he was serious about being a crazy person, I guess. But also, like, come on, man. Well, good up. luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Really Jumping run her of, over that way. Yeah, but also, it's like, come on, that's very performative. Like, you, all you showed is that you were willing to do like a stage dive into a yeah. moving vehicle rather than run. For, like, because everyone, like, yeah, you're going to. You're going to make yourself see stars, but it's like, you know, you weren't going to really physically harm yourself by running into the side of a panel van. Like, yeah, versus, like in a, in a scale of being a dumbass and killing yourself, you knew you were way on the other end of that, you know? So did, did, did you talk to the cops all? Did you say like, hey, what were you? Yeah. So as I was saying, um, I did. I, I saw the guy run away. I turned to the cops and I go, hey. Hey, were you gonna, were you just talking to that guy and ran off? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, he ran into my van. <laughs> and then of course they look at me puzzled, like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. And I was like, I mean, he. And then I, you know, did the motion. He physically ran into my moving vehicle. And God bless the LAPD. And I'm not going to say anything that's, uh, you know, going to put me on bad terms with him because I have a uh, probation officer. And this is all hypothetical. Right? Yeah, you know, you know, this is just all yeah, yeah. alleged possibilities. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> the response was, oh, well, did he do any damage to it? And I was like, well, no. Like, I mean, Panaland's all fucking, like, it's it's seen better days. It, yeah. Let's put it that way. It's all dinnered up. And so I honestly wouldn't probably be able to tell if he did unless there was like an outline of his body, you know, <laughs> like cartoons <laughs> the metals, yeah. like in the shape of him. Like yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was like, well, no, but I just want to make sure that like, you know, I'm, you know, he's not saying I did like a hit run or something. I don't want to be driving around later and get like a, have an APB out of me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And then I'm just like, so that's it. Like, I just told you he ran it like into him. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. That guy, uh, you know, it's like that guy. Uh, we got called because that guy's just um, being a really uh, obnoxious drunk. Yeah, like, and you let him go. You yeah. let him go. And I just like the cops were going on him before, like, because also been in LA for a minute. Uh, I've been in another scenario where I had to call the cops on somebody else who was uh, <laughs> headbutting my the side of my van just because. And I told him to stop, and he just did it more. Um, and so I, I called the non-emergency number because, once again, on probation, I don't really want to have my name on a police report if I can, you know, manage not to. Because yeah. that's just a whole headache for me of having to, like, you know, explain Answer that to my questions. Yeah, yeah, because I would have to file that in every time I check into the probation office. And so that's also why I was like, you know, no, no, he didn't do any damage or whatever. But like, it's also like, and. And in that respect, I guess I'm glad that they let him go so I don't have my name on a police report. But if I was not on probation, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. This guy is like literally jumping into moving vehicles. And you're like, ah, well, well. you know, boys will be boys. Uh, he was <laughs> drunk. You know? this, yeah. this is in a small town, like country road. <laughs> this yeah. is the main street yeah. in the middle of this. Like on a Friday night, this kid is gonna like be a dumbass and not realize that he's gonna accidentally kill himself because he's, or he's like, gonna hurt someone else. Like someone's gonna yeah. swerve and like end up hitting someone else. And yeah, dude, like what the? F- <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like, also simultaneously, I know that like they gotta have a lot of the shit going on because as I told you about the guy who was literally slamming his head over and over into the side of the van. This happened like about a month or two before that. Cops never showed up for that. And um like it was I was standing inside the inside the store. Because again, like I'm not gonna, you know, risk getting in a physical or verbal or any kind of altercation at all. I don't want no trouble while I'm on probation. So I'm sitting there waiting in the store, just watching this guy, just like, ah, ah, you like that? Like, ah, okay, guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not going right, to well, Good come luck out. with that. Like, I'll wait till, like, and then eventually what happened was um, this other guy unloading stuff in another store. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like, he came out, like, wearing headphones, you know, like he was listening to music or something. And he goes, he lifts up the back of his uh, truck. And uh, like he's, you know, just going through the routine of uh, getting stuff out to unload the story. And then he just kind of like, like he just noticed he finally like heard the sound of a slamming head being repeatedly pounded, like over the sound of his music. (laughs) So he takes his ear button. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Finally, it was like, 
I don't know if it was just out of sheer embarrassment of like, <laughs> and that guy, that kid finally ran off. I was like, oh, I guess that takes care of that. I guess and he's so, done pounding his head in. Like, yeah. And so I recalled the not emergency number back up. <laughs> it's like, no, don't, don't worry about it. He's got, yeah. <laughs> and it was like a good solid 20 minutes, dude. Yeah. Ah, like I, I guarantee you that was probably a low priority. They just have gone like, okay, oh. so he's not hurting anyone other than himself. He's just, you know, yeah, that. But also later that night, um, I was, uh, you know, it's kind of just simmering over that the fact that like I'm sitting there, just literally trying to do my fucking job, my low-paying hourly wage job, and you know, I just want to do that with some safety. Yeah, and I'm just you know simmering on that as I'm driving home from work to my apartment. I realize I missed my turn, and I I take the same route every time I go home. And I was like, oh shit, I haven't gone through this neighborhood before. Let me stop for like ten seconds to pull out my Google Maps. And as I do that, and I'm talking like literally just pulling out the app and you know hitting the home button, I get spotlighted by a cop sitting in this like you know nicer neighborhood. I'm just like oh. Oh, I see. I see where our priorities are. Yeah. Just like, you know, again, hypothetical. Like, I don't want any problems with fucking LAPD. But, um, kind of fucked up. Yeah. But also, I, um, you know, should count my blessings in other regards. Like, I, uh, as I just mentioned, I have a low paying job and I live in one of the most expensive areas. In Los Angeles, you know, I, I have some some things going for me. So yeah, it you know, could be worse. Yeah, don't let's not ruffle any feathers. Well, if that's the case, I mean, we just hit the hour. So if we want to go out on a good note, you got good things going on for you. I do, man. Yeah. You know, you you could have a lot worse. I really could. I really yeah. could. And adult, and I'm grateful for that. You yeah. know, I'm grateful that I I here, live in, yeah. I live in one of the neighborhoods that. If I did, you call the cops. You'd be like, oh, you're in that area? <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll be right there. Yeah. yeah. But if you know, you're in <clears throat> over at Traction at 3 a.m., go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well speak Kurt Russell and Escape yeah. from L.A. You know? Ugh. The shittier of these John Carpenter's Escape movies. Yeah, Escape from New York was much better. Yeah. Oh, and so uh, there was a couple other ones here that I wanted to go through, but here's the next one Before, as we wrap it up. Uh, the one that I just kind of thought it would it tickle me because there's no way in hell you and I are ever going to tackle this topic that many other podcasts do. Um, politics, yikes! Yeah, I don't know if I want to delve into that. No, not at all. No. Not in the fucking least bit. No, especially not this early on. Like, I just... No, and then also it's just like, it's just a cliche of a show of like you're just inviting a lot of trouble. I don't want to be we're we're not a political podcast. Exactly my point. But then it's also like it's one of, it would, it, to me it seems like it would be one of those shows that would be like you know enjoying the smell of its own ass because it's like well you come from this background and I come from this background or like I'm on this side of the you know political <laughs> spectrum and you're on that side. Yeah, but we can debate and like who gives a fuck? Yeah, you know. No, yeah. Let, let's leave yeah. that for the other guys. Like yeah. Yeah, 
And if you haven't noticed by the past 17 episodes, we're dumb as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's not where we shine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's talking back to some uh, some Vin Diesel movies. That's uh, that's more of our speed. That's more of our speed. Yeah. And with that, I think uh, we'll uh, we'll close this episode six and we shall meet next week. You are. You're gonna go. Um, what are you? What are you going to the lake? Yeah, we're it's a celebration thing for the trivia team. All right, there's a couple so, in there. They have a some a lake house or something out there. And, what what's the celebration? Uh, well, I, oh yeah, we won the trivia league again. Oh, you won it like first yeah. place? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, we're so it's to- kind of in celebration of that. And although we planned this before, we knew that was gonna happen, but. Basically, we save a lot of our winnings from the thing, and and so some of that's going to buy food and drink for this, and then you know some of it's in uh um like the the restaurant currency. So we've kind of divvied some of that up amongst us to use as you see fit. You know, nice. So you guys are going to have a party off of forty dollars, huh? Yeah. Well, we got a little bit more than that. I want to say there's a couple hundred in there, but yeah. Oh, nice, man. Nice. Yeah, because we save it up every week. If you place, you get a little bit. Well, that's mostly restaurant currency that we get. But when we win the whole tournament like we did, there is a cash prize. I'm not sure what it was. I think it was like 200 bucks. Hey, that's something, though. Yeah, you know, and use that to buy, uh, you know, basically party supplies for everyone. You know, that's kind of, that's cool. Buddy, you're in Texas. I can, you know, that gets you a down payment on a house. <laughs> I did it one time. Not anymore. I mean, it's not no. L.A. prices, but certainly that a lot more than they not. were. Uh, certainly a lot more than they were even just like five years ago. All right, buddy. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let you uh, prepare for, uh, you know, I know you got to get up early and yeah. then you got to hit up the old lake. So have a good time. Yeah. and We'll talk All more right, about man. your trivia stuff next time. All right, All right. man. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, how about that for another episode there, dear listener? We learned that John is insanely paranoid for absolutely no reason at all <laughs> what fun also uh, he clearly said Thailand earlier and um, then I immediately brought about a combination of stupidity and uh, incoherence when I responded with oh Tony Ja is from Thailand he must have a strong opinion about whether or not Taiwan is recognized as a country. (laughs) What an incredibly stupid thing for me to say, dear listener. For apparently Taiwan being a country is up for debate by the Chinese people. I don't know anything about that, but let me tell you something else. What I do know, but uh, didn't make clear there, because uh, my brain did something stupid where um, clearly the man said Thailand and I heard that and interpreted it as Taiwan. Taiwan and Thailand are two completely different places. So Tony Jia's opinion on Taiwan being recognized as a country Uh, whatever his opinion may be, is about as valuable as my opinion, which is ignorant as fuck and knows nothing about that whole debacle. My point being is, uh, 
<laughs> what? I uh, need to need to get the the fat out of my ears. Need to, need to get my ears checked. Is um sometimes when you're in the middle of a podcast and you're just trying to keep the flow going, trying to keep the conversation going, you you just fart some stupid things right out of your mouth and uh, say things that <laughs> well. They make you look like the dumb country bumpkin that you feel like sometimes. And it is what it is, folks. But yes, Taiwan and Thailand are two different places. I know that. Um, I just misheard it and started spewing ignorance out of my mouth. Don't ask me where which one is on a map. I could not tell you, uh, mainly because of the aforementioned ignorance. Listen, it's not my fault, okay? I went to public school. They didn't, they didn't teach us these things, or if they did, I didn't pay attention, so therefore it is actually perhaps my fault. I, I'm gonna do better, is what I'm saying. So my apologies to Tony Jia. Thailand and Taiwan. And with that, I'd like to close this. And always, the saying. I'm very tired. It's about uh, 5 a.m. right now, and I just got done working an overnight shift. So actually, no, it's probably it's probably 6 a.m. now because I got home at 5 a.m. and decided, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll throw this outro together before I go to bed. So anyways, it's 6 a.m. And I'm feeling a little delirious. But in closing, as always, I'd like to say... Como se llama hermana? Lo siento pelapento. Good night, all my North Texans. And sweet dreams, all my fellow Angelinos. And to everyone in between, <laughs> you know what I mean. Ta-ta, farewell. Happy holidays in August. Uh, be, be good t- to each other. Uh, don't, don't fight. Don't, uh, don't go calling Thailand, Taiwan. And have a great, great week. Until next time, this has been another episode of the Big Boys Podcast. is a podcast produced by Not So Funny or Proud Productions. The team consists of co-hosts, co-producers, and co-editors Brian Hickey and John Sorrells, better known as John the Great. For more information about the duo or this show, please visit us at bigboyspodspot.com or feel free to take a gander at our production page, notsofunnyorproud.com. Look us up on social media and follow us at Big Boys Podspot. 
New episodes drop every Thursday on every popular podcast hosting platform known to man. So please be sure to like, subscribe, vibe, describe, contrive, confine, collide, abide, preside, tell your tribe, and most importantly, do prescribe. Me and Elixir for talking at the side of my neck. <laughs>